Welcome to the 98 Central Podcast, where we talk about growing a business, working in media, and building a team that we love. I'm Danielle, the intern at 98 Central, and I'm joined with Kyle Jewell, our social media strategist, and David Stapp, our senior editor. Um, today, we're going to be talking about social media and video, video editing, your two expertise, and how they're kind of joining recently, how they like work together, um, the evolution of such if that makes any sense. Um, so David, I think we're just going to start with you. I'm ready. Um, what style did you start editing? Um, just like, you know? Yeah. Um, so like I shared in a previous podcast, like my, I started with skate videos mm -hmm. you know, way back in the day and skate videos are just like throw some music, edit to the music. And that's, that's really all skate mm -hmm. videos are is find the coolest clips, find the coolest music, marry them together and boom, you got a video, mm -hmm. uh, which is fine. And then, that evolved into more narrative uh, uh, storytelling and, and editing. I started doing short films and just anything I could get, you know, my friends together to, to film and make a story or whatever, however awful it was. <laughs> um, but narrative really became a big passion of mine because there's a lot of extra steps when it comes to narrative. Everything from sound design to color grading to, you know, musical scoring, like actually having intention with your music. Because um, it's one thing to just throw music under it, but then if you actually are trying to manipulate a certain emotion out of people, like horror movies, if you're wanting people to be scared at a certain moment, or if you want people to laugh at a certain moment, you know, you can use music to do that. So over the years, I kind of learned how to use uh, music and sound design and all these different things to uh, create that manipulation in people and get them to feel a certain way or to like have a certain reaction to a video and things like that. So that's those are definitely I'd say narratives are kind of like where I really started to kind of like things started to click I started to put things into practice yeah totally so um not to jump too far ahead but I think yeah. like anyone my age would probably know like had access to iMovie or something similar oh, yeah. growing up yep. um so I definitely use that make like music videos with my friends or just like cut together like um I, I made a video of like my nationals like when I was on dance team and like just cut it together to music um, so you said you, you were drawn more towards narrative, um, yeah. work, which is like you said, like, it's quite different. You need to use so many more elements mm -hmm. and like, yeah. be really a lot more strategic and like intentional with every cut that you make and every transition rather than just being like video music, like that's all great. Yep. Um, so how difficult was it to transform that style of editing into social content? Cause that's like, maybe you were doing longer form and now like it's yep. changing a little bit. Yeah. And I mean, it's, it's just the complete opposite, really. It's like you take all this, all these different uh, techniques you've learned and strategy and stuff. And some of it, you're just literally just throwing out the window and disregarding it completely. <laughs> yeah. uh, so that was a little difficult for me uh, to wrap my head around um, because the, the, the biggest challenge can be like, you might have all these things at your disposal, but you don't necessarily have to use all of them. Yeah. You know, like social is all about getting this story out with, the least amount of time possible. Like, mm -hmm. I feel like that's yep. what it's evolved into. Yep. It's like, how can I tell this story faster? Mm -hmm. How can I tell the story? And, and sometimes you're also don't have to regard certain levels of quality too. Like people these days don't care how it was filmed. You know, they don't care um, what it sounds like as long as like, of course, and you can speak to this more. It's going to depend on the platform. Sure. It's, yeah, there's, there's certain factors there. And it also depends on what kind of video you're looking to make. But if you're just strictly making social media content, 
people are coming in with different preconceived notions than they would for like a brand video. Like, oh, I want to learn about this company. I expect high level Mm. of quality and, Mm -hmm. you know, trust them that they're professionals, right? But if it's like their social media content, very different. You know, it can be showing more of like lifestyle or showing the culture of that company. And it's more just like raw behind the scenes kind of stuff. So me as an editor, I've had to learn that, you know, you don't need all the flair. Mm-hmm. I think that's kind of like the number one thing. You don't need all the flair to make social media content. Um, so you don't need the flashy transitions. You don't need the crazy sound design and sound effects and stuff. You can you can tell, uh, uh, you can get your story across uh, with a lot less steps than you would for like other things like commercials and brand videos and documentaries and stuff like that. Yeah, totally. So like that's a huge shift. Yes, huge 100%, 100%. And just like, I think anything and we talked about this also in the podcast with um you and like the career goals one um with editing it's like so and and video production in general like the entire industry like it's constantly evolving like every yeah. single day there's new things and so like you just kind of have to be like willing to adapt ready to adapt yeah and not ever like stuck in your old ways or else you will yeah. just go by the way that's what makes it a perfect match for social <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Same way. Yeah, 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 always yeah. evolving um so moving on to social yeah. kyle how has content evolved on social well it's um it's interesting because it's kind of um it's kind of goes in cycles with the content that works and it's mm-hmm. like oh suddenly this doesn't work um in general platforms what they want is people to be on their platform longer mm-hmm. um, and then each platform caters to a different audience and each audience has different consumption habits um, so if you think about um, like a YouTube, uh, Facebook, maybe a LinkedIn, longer form content uh, where you don't really, I mean, you have to have clarity in your message, but you don't really have to rush to the point, yeah. kind of like exactly what you yeah. said. Um, but you can take time to to kind of like draw out that story. Um, lots of diff- fun editing tricks that uh, David and his team use to like keep people engaged and entertained while they're, you know, digesting that mm-hmm. message. Um, but then if you're looking at one of the newer, uh, air quote, uh, newer platforms, the younger audience, uh, maybe Instagram, Instagram Reels, TikTok, um, the style's totally different. Yeah. It's um, even the orientation of the f- the final product is completely different. Literally. Um, so it's, yeah, and those are a little bit quicker. Like you want to catch somebody immediately before they scroll on. Um, and who knows, like where, where it'll go next. Um, it'll probably go back in a cycle again to where... The shorter videos work on those like legacy platforms and then longer form, like drawn out content will work on the, uh, the fast hitting the reels and TikTok mm-hmm. as, as they kind of fight with each other yeah. to find stickiness. I mean, cause so. we're already seeing like TikTok was like 15 seconds and 30 seconds and a minute. Now it's like 10 minutes, 10 minutes. Yeah. Like what? Yeah. Like I, I, that was Literally. one of the- yeah, that's one of the things I was like, I'm not watching a TikTok for 10 minutes. I it's, probably have. Yeah, well, it's, I mean, it, <laughs> it feels yeah. like Vine all over again. Yeah. Like, literally, that's what happened yeah. with Vine. It started six exactly. seconds, mm-hmm. and yeah. then it became a minute, and then like five minutes. Did it? I didn't even remember. Yeah. That. Oh, yeah. yeah. It, this was literally, this is Vine wow. 2.0, basically. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> it it's the same thing as happening. Crazy. Yeah. So, how hard has it been to keep up with the um, constant shifts in social? It's hard. I mean, you, uh, especially when you work in, um, in social with different audiences, like our clients have different audiences. So mm-hmm. uh, like, for example, not all of our clients are on TikTok. So there's no reason uh, to be spending like all of our research time and strategic thinking time on TikTok. Right. Um, but for the clients who do have a TikTok presence, like that's where we, we, we find similar accounts, uh, similar posts um, and try to like 
not copy those ideas. We would never do that, but like use them as inspiration. <laughs> um, so it's hard, especially when it shifts too. And then the, the platforms have um, different priorities. They, I mean, they're competing, you know, for a lot of the same people. Mm-hmm. So they have to do something different. Compete um, for eyeballs. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's, some of them are, um, you know, copying what other platforms are doing. Some of them are going in a completely different direction. And it's, that's the hardest. Um, that's the hardest part. And it just takes time and um, like finding pages and profiles and accounts that are like your clients or like your own profile yeah. um, to, to see what they're doing, what's working. Um, how can you take that and make it better or make it work for you? Totally. So. I think another thing we talked about was like filming things and like having an eye to optimize it for different platforms. Yeah. So you're yeah. not just like, okay, we're going to make a TikTok today. Like, let's film it on TikTok and edit it. Like, you can't really go back and make yeah. more content out of yeah. that. Like, how can you? Especially, um, yeah. sorry, especially thin teams too, like really small teams. Um, how can you make your content work harder? Mm-hmm. Um, so like you just said, make you could, stretch. you could, yeah, you could film like a BTS TikTok um, that probably, it actually, it absolutely will not end up in your final project. Like if you're kind of like what we do, um, yeah. our BTS would never end up in a final product. Um, but the final product could end up in our BTS. So yeah. kind of like maximizing how you can use that. Yeah. And like um, even like BTS content we've filmed, like has worked for case studies, but also like lighting diagrams yep. and like there's a million other exactly. things like, we could do yeah. with it. So just about like stretching that um, footage and stuff and not thinking like super like, okay, we're just making TikToks yeah. or we're just yep. making Instagram yeah, videos. And, and the more messages that you um, can identify as important for your brand or company, um, each of those messages um, we can do this in another episode, but we like to think of them in buckets mm-hmm. um, and then content ideas, fill the buckets up under each message. And then when we're putting our content together, or writing a calendar, we just pull our different content yeah. out of the bucket. And um, which makes sometimes, yeah, sometimes there's multiple, like um, if I'm a bakery, the bakery prep process, like I could film that in you know, different orientations and that's several different pieces of content. I can use the same footage with different music. Yep. Um, use a different editing style, maybe throw a different like color treatment on there. And it's a to- totally different, like new, fresh piece of content. Right. So. And that forethought really helps editors because it's just yes. like, okay, this is the thing and I'll just yep. make it. <laughs> yep. um, so how do people consume content today? So it, um, we've talked about it a little bit, but I think it depends on the audience. Um, younger audiences typically, not always, but typically um, they like that, uh, the content that pulls them in pretty quickly um, doesn't necessarily have to have high production value. Um, it has to have kind of a high speed, a high pacing. Um, and I think they, um, on the production value note, too, I think they prefer it feel like a natively shot, uh, like something you just shot on your phone and edited. Yep. Um, they're also looking at the personality behind the camera yes. or in front of the camera. Yeah, yeah, That's yep. a big thing. Yeah. So not only um, is your message important and doesn't matter to me, but how are you communicating that message? Like, can I relate to it? Does this literally, does this sound like me? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's the younger audience. Um, older audiences kind of vary. Um, um, again, not all of them are on this, the same, whatever, like a blanket statement. Um, but those longer form platforms, Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, um, as much information, like information density is kind of the value there. Like as much as you can give me within this content, um, piece of content, that's like good value for my time. Almost like yeah. I'll watch it no matter the length. Yeah, totally. Um, so question for either of you, both of you, um, what kind of content like performs best? Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I mean, it's, I hate to keep going back to the, but it does really depend on the audience. 
Um, so, so if you're a brand, a company, or an agency, um, always start there with your audience. Um, type of content that performs best is different for each audience. Um, and the only way to find out what works is to try it. And you, yeah. you can do a little research on like similar like competitors and see what they're doing that works, but you're not going to know until you try it. Um, and it doesn't really like depending on your platform, um, it doesn't have to be like, you know, super well done just to like learn a little bit of, of data. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I mean, like you said, it's, you got to figure out who you're targeting, but then you also, once you know who you're targeting, the next question is, where are you targeting them? That's yeah. like a big part of which you've already kind of touched on is like the different platforms and like what they call for. But yeah, it's, there's, there's unfortunately not like this, like one size fits all kind of thing in our yeah. industry. It's, it's yeah. like so true with like with media and video production and all that. Uh, there's no one formula that's going to fit every, every mold and every, uh, every need from your, yeah. like from your different clients. So um, that's kind of like why we, we cast that kind of larger net on our content. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not going into it just with like a narrow minded, like, Oh, do it this one way. It's definitely much smarter to kind of like, have the end goal in mind of like this could live on multiple in multiple places where we can do multiple different, you know, approaches with it. Yeah. 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 And if you optimize them for each of those placements too, um, if you're, you're, you're TikTok, I mean, you could film the same, um, video essentially. Yeah. Uh, So let's say we're filming a a talking head. Um, even this podcast might be a good example, but, um, if we chop it up, um, take out all of our, um, all of our breaths, like really speed it up, um, yeah. Danielle did a really fun edit of one of our previous podcasts that yeah. we're, we're that we're really digging. <laughs> Talking um, about the acclaimed film Morbius. Yeah, yeah, so check that out if you haven't listened <laughs> it was to that. So episode. Much fun to um, but Danielle gave that a really fun, like TikTok friendly treatment. Um, uh, lots of like uh, graphics on screen, like uh, text that really moved along at a really high pace and made the video just seem so much quicker. Um, but if we were to post that to like uh, LinkedIn or Facebook or YouTube, it wouldn't be like that because yeah. that does not work for the platform, no, right? Not at so all. <laughs> one, so one recording though, right? And then we've basically yeah. optimized like the, the editing style for each of the uh, placements. Totally. So. totally. And I think um, one thing like to speak on like uh, different things for different brands, um, sometimes like trying it out is like you get unexpected things. Like I think we found with some of our clients, like there's a huge personality to either like um, the person who's being recorded or like the, the company environment yeah. in general and like yeah. use that to the advantage. And sometimes like there's not that a level. So you have to like adjust the content, but sometimes yeah. like you just find that like the employees and like the people who are filming, like have like a great personality and like it kind of works for their brand. So yeah. that's like an example of just trying I, things. I mean, a great example for us is um, AJ. Yeah, I mean, AJ. Yeah. We have so many like one-off, um, we call them vignettes where there's really no, <laughs> Um, there's strategic thinking in that we want it to like look great and either feature like some piece of our expertise, but uh, like there's a post on our Instagram, uh, a reel where we opened up a new light and we were just <laughs> playing with like the party, like strobe light <laughs> mode and AJ was just dancing in front of it. Um, and so we just recorded that and then turned it into like this really fun, um, yeah. like very reels, Instagram reels specific piece of yeah. content, but it works for, I mean, that's, he's kind of our, it's kind of our mascot. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. Shout out to AJ. Shout out to AJ. (laughs) And now we know like his stuff like will perform well. And like, it's just kind of like that thing. And you wouldn't know unless you tried. Um, now we know if AJ is not in our content, it does not perform. It doesn't well. work. It doesn't work. <laughs> AJ, get in here. We need you for AJ, the podcast. We need more Never content. leave. Never leave. Um, so, how has this like whole like trend thing and like trying to keep up with it like affected the post team? Has it made it harder? 
Yeah. I mean, kind of like what I said earlier, um, it, it definitely is just a lot of adaptation and evolving with it. Um, we definitely, you know, have kind of gone through a journey of finding out uh, what works and what doesn't. It's going back to that trial and error process. Yeah. And, you know, as we've been, you know, getting your uh, to you to do certain edits, we've just been getting you to try things and Nicole to try things, AJ to try things. So we're just trying all these different styles and we're going back and being very critical of ourselves. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a very important thing is you can't always think, oh, yeah, we know how to do it. No, you got to just go in there and just, you know, you know, do your research, mm -hmm. see what's working, see what yeah. other people are doing to see, you know, what is sticking, going back to the stickiness factor. Yeah. And so how can we then put our own spin yeah. on it? How can we take our expertise and the things that we know and kind of marry them together and kind of make this new hybrid? Um, so that's the thing that we've been going through is really just kind of stripping out parts. You know, how can we strip this thing down? How can we make it lean, mean, and, you know, get a great product out there? Um, but, you know, doesn't necessarily have all the same, you know, a, t a time put behind it and attention and the detail because, you know, we, we constantly are doing things like commercials and brand videos and all that kind of stuff. And there's all these extra steps we're doing for those for different things. And we're just like, no, we don't need that. Mm -hmm. And that that's kind of like the most difficult thing is when you just say like, but no, I want that, you right. know, no, but you don't need it. You know, right. it's like you're so you get so in in the groove and like you get used to doing certain steps for things and you're just like, nope. Take that step out. This is yeah. very like social and media. I, I think there's value in us um, being able to to tell you know clients, especially so I mean social clients too, and like, like hey we we can offer you you know the brand video, the commercial video. Yep. Um, but but that's going to be on um, on on this placement on this platform, and it works best here because of the message. Yeah. So we have that strategic thinking, but in social yeah. we have um, several different messages that we're trying to relay. Um, it's it's much more efficient i mean it kind of comes down to value like the value that we can provide yeah like we provide more value by um putting out not as much content as we possibly can as much strategic content as we can yep um that's the best use of their dollars um, it's a good mix of quality time. and quantity exactly because yeah. there's more strategy behind it mm -hmm. yeah. i think the way that you guys are talking about it and the way that like we approach it here is really important because there's like i feel like sometimes it's two ends of the spectrum where it's like these experts, like someone who's been editing for years and they're like, these TikTok trends are like stupid. They don't matter. I know better. Like, I'm just going to keep to what I know. And that's obviously like not going to work with social media because it you need to be on trend. And then there's the other side of it where like big corporations will just like hire interns to like make a trendy TikTok. And right. you can tell they're just trying to like pander to Gen Z or like, like it's, it's so obvious. Even on Twitter too, it's like, They'll have like these interns probably like just typing and like like writing tweets in like this vernacular that's very like Gen Z and yeah. you're like you hired an intern to tweet this. Yeah, like, but both sides of <laughs> both sides like are not strategic, right? No, so the yeah. editor who loves his like short stories and kind of won't, you know, blend them into the TikTok like fast paced editing, he's not being strategic because that's not what works. Yeah. And yeah. then hiring the intern and giving <laughs> him or her no resources. Um, not giving them a plan really, or any like messaging and it's not their fault because they're not being given what they need. Yeah. Not strategic because they don't know how to communicate those messages to their audience. Yeah. So both of yeah. if what we like to do is like meet in the middle. So that's mm -hmm. kind of why we have a post-production team that puts together like TikToks and reels for us. Yeah. You know, so yeah. we know what the message is. Yeah. The quality is there. I went to college for this. <laughs> 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 to make I didn't. <laughs>
You could probably get a TikTok degree in like ten years. Oh Who knows? man! Or like a TikTok e- class. E-sports. TikTok class is definitely. I mean, it should happen. it should be in. Um, this is my plea to universities who have like a. Um, there was no like social media or digital marketing degree at my school. I think there is now, which is awesome. But like, if you don't have TikTok in the in your degree program or like a social class. Like you need to have it yeah. because you're yeah. like those graduates cannot compete. Literally, like totally. they, yeah. Even I mean, it might even be valuable in like production classes. Like literally yeah. talking about the different mediums yeah. out there that you're going to be exposed to because you're not gonna when yeah. you get out of there, you're not just gonna like like oh yeah, I found my one niche thing. It's just like you're gonna have to probably yeah. work in different mediums to kind of get I your mean, get yeah. your bearings. Even Premiere Pro has a vertical workspace now. Like oh, yeah. they know, like it's it's in the it's adapting. It's, yeah, it's evolving. It's, yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, even my university, it's funny how it's all evolving. Like my university just introduced like an esports program and stuff like that. I'm just mm-hmm. like, what? Like this is completely different. Yeah, like yeah. it's it's crazy how it's all changing. Yeah, and and also just one little side note, like um, I think what you mentioned about like oh, like they won't be able to compete with like these you know people that like are making these you know social videos and whatever. A lot of people, I think my age, like think like oh, I can make a TikTok, I can edit whatever. But like I think it's very important to know that there's like so much more that goes into it than like putting video on top of something and going viral, like there's so much more to it, especially when you're a brand. It doesn't really matter if you go viral, like how does that translate to your company? And like, is it like aligned with like your values and your statement and stuff? Like that's a whole other thing. It's all Um, about intentionality. Yeah. Yeah. Like literally no one ever thinks about the intention behind what you're doing when you're first starting out. Yeah. Because you don't know. Mm -hmm. You don't know like, what can I do? What are the tools available to do what I'm intending to do? Yeah. You know, so that's kind of the thing that gets overlooked a lot. Totally. So what should agencies or companies do to make content that appeals to audiences and still has production value? Yeah, well, it's um, you just kind of meet in the middle of me and David, right? You have that strategic thinking. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, first part, and I will probably say this on any episode that has anything to do with social media, know your audience. Mm-hmm. Yep. Know your key messages. Yep. But it, you know that both of those things, and you know exactly where you need to be. Um, you know what kind of content you need to create um, to reach your audience while delivering those key messages. Um, in terms of the production value, I'll let David talk about it, but I mean, we kind of have like a really happy marriage here of strategic social thinking and uh, production. Yeah, no, we do. Um, and I think that's something that's been kind of like an evolution over these last, I would say like last year, yeah. literally. Yeah. Um, as we've kind of integrated that more into our platform and we have more of like these like recurring, you know, social accounts, um, it's been actually a lot of fun getting to find like different voices and different styles for different clients who have, everyone has a different message. They all have different audiences, mm-hmm. um, which I can only imagine how that is like managing all of that. Cause you have all these different, you know, nets you put. I couldn't there. make the video, so I, I could not edit it. So, so just keep doing what you're doing. It's like, <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, that that's what it comes down to is there's, uh, I think also, I think those companies also need to kind of be more, go in with less uh, of a closed-minded perspective. Like, I think you need to be very open-minded because the the strategy and, and the, the, the solutions we come up with might not be what you originally had in your mind. It very seldom is. Like yeah. I'll be very honest. Yeah. There's there's a lot of it's it, a lot of it's experimenting. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this yeah. will work. Let me try it. Oh, it didn't work. What did we learn? And people are kind of scared by trial and error sometimes. They're like, "What do you mean? There's not. I a, mean, a, uh, there's not a cookie cutter. Hand template? up. It's it is, and it's much. Um, it's easier to. Um, 
when you're doing your competitor research to like find a video that a competitor is mm-hmm. doing or a similar company is doing and just say, oh, we'll just make this. It's easy. Yep. It's low hanging yep. fruit. When you're getting started, absolutely do that. Actually continue that like with your strategy, no matter how mature it gets. Um, but once you understand like your audience better, you understand what works, you understand what they like, mm-hmm. then you can start to branch out. And it's the hardest part is um, trying to translate uh, a new concept or a new idea to like our post team yeah. and say like, hey, this is unlike anything that we've done before. Um, like, what do we need to do to make it match like whatever our vision is? And here's why it's strategic. And so yeah. that's I would also tell um companies or uh, brands or agencies to um, depending on the maturity of your social media plan. um, If you get to a point where um, like you really understand your audience and your messages and you know what kind of uh, content types work for you, um, start to take that plan one step further and make it a platform specific plan. So this is the type of content that goes on Facebook, only Facebook. You won't see it anywhere else unless it really fits like what you're doing on LinkedIn or in Mm -hmm. YouTube. and then the same with TikTok, like it should have a you know, very different feel because it's a mostly different audience. Um, and that's something that we're um, we're kind of wading through that right now on, on our Literally. team for our clients is yeah. um, how can we take our social approach one step further? How can our editing feel very um, uh, like perfect for LinkedIn? Uh, how can this editing feel perfect for Facebook? How can this one feel perfect yeah. for uh, TikTok? So it's a constant... Yeah. You're just always learning and evolving and um, content will, at least for the foreseeable future, be like king on social still. It just the 10 year reign has has not given up. Um, So, yeah, the more that you can evolve with uh, current trends and keep an eye on the platform. If if TikTok like releases, you know, now you can do 20 minute videos. Like what is. Is that real? It could. I mean, oh, it's, oh, I'm just saying, like, like think about <laughs> theoretically if it happens. Um, think about what that means, though, for yeah. its users. Like, they yeah. want their users to stay on one piece of content now for much longer as opposed to scrolling through a million. So just think about what that means for you and, and for your brand. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is great. Um, yeah. This is great insight to both of what you guys do and how it, like, comes together. Um, so what are you guys digging this week, Kyle? Uh, do David. I have to think. Do David. Okay. David. <laughs> I have been digging. I've been digging the show The Boys on uh, Amazon Prime Video. Mm-hmm. It's a great show, not for children. For anyone or, out there. or most adults. Twelve year olds listening. Uh, yeah, yeah, for all you strategy. all you chitlins out there. It's not listening. boys. They're not boys. They're men. Yeah, they're no, men. they are. They are now men. <laughs> the um, it's a great show. It's a great satire on the superhero genre and a lot of other stuff outside of the superhero genre too. Yeah. But it's just a ridiculous show and it's a lot of fun. Nice. Um, I can't, I did not do my due diligence in thinking about this beforehand, but I, yesterday all day, I just listened to Man on the Moon 2 by Kid Cudi the entire day. And it was just one of the best days ever. So I'm digging. So you've been digging Kid Cudi? I'm digging Kid Cudi. Cool. Yeah. I'm happy for you. Thank you. Um, what about you? I'm digging Love Island, specifically UK version, which um, I found my ways to watch it, even though. It's not really available in the U.S. They, like, release it on Hulu, like, two weeks after, cool, but so I can't wait. you just admitted to committing a crime. Yeah, I feel like I've done right. that, like, a few times with, like, <laughs> um, with, like the ways that I find content sometimes. Um, I don't. That's a lie. It's all hypothetical. Anyways, I love the show. It's so stupid. Um, I don't really watch that much reality shows, but for some reason, it just, like, hooked me in, and, like, I just cannot get enough. Like, it's, like, the best distraction in the world. Like, it's the best just, like— 
turn off your brain and just like don't have smart thoughts for like an hour and then yeah. you can continue on it's with nice your day. to have those yeah <laughs> um on that note um thanks everybody for listening we're 98c you can find us on instagram linkedin facebook we're on and youtube you can check our youtube yes youtube um nine slash eight central greenville south carolina sometimes that helps yeah, yeah when you search it um and also 98c.org or 98c.tv. Wherever you want to find us, just pick your platform yeah. and go for it. So thanks for listening. Who knows how bad your posture is? Like, I know. I Sometimes I watch these back and I'm like straight in the back. That's I need better. like the queen to come and like. Are, you- <laughs> <laughs> Are we recording?